Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. We're in hour two of Immunize Wisely with our topic of uh, circumcision part two, focusing primarily on male circumcision. Hi. Um, Just hold on for a minute. Yep, we have uh, Janice is joining us. And uh, we just were doing a quick summary of, you know, I'm just going to summarize part one that if you're listening for the first time, you might want to tune in again. Um, But anyhow, Dean was talking about his process of, of recovering his own from his own trauma, because this affects men spiritually mentally emotionally there's actually um i should post this article that dean sent us from science direct that shows that this trauma actually i mean circumcised men are different than uncircumcised men they've actually done that kind of study i mean emotionally and and otherwise they have they have issues and this is the kind of stuff that uh, we're talking about the stuff that goes into the subconscious, that level of trauma that is a form of mind control. And uh, we want to recover our men. We want our men to be strong, healthy on all levels, and particularly mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Because if they're going to be the, the head of a household and uh, raise healthy children, this is a really a primary concern since we have such a large uh, number of circumcised men actually on the planet. And Dean did bring up that um, in China, it's not really heard of. Well, today, with all the Western influence, um, they, they're claiming uh, it's 14% of the men are circumcised. Maybe people have moved to China from circumcised countries, but this is something that is absolutely barbaric, in my humble opinion. You can wait and, you know... You should be able to leave your infant to make that decision when he's 18 or older. If he wants to circumcise himself, that's that's his own decision. But certainly, he has the right to be intact the way God, um, you know, brought him into the world. So anyway. Without much further ado, um, I would encourage you to look at this issue. You can certainly, uh, you know, try to restore the foreskin. As pe- if there's any left, much left, there's a lot of people that have done that. And it'll make it so it's sensitive again. Um, and smegma, I mean, that's, but that's all it does. The hormone receptors are gone. And they, it's not a way of recovering from the trauma. It maybe will make you feel a little better. But you're, we're talking about serious recovery from this level of trauma. And this is what Dean has been working on. Now, it takes discipline. It takes time. So um, – I want to get that uh, the name of that other book from Dean, and then Janice is, going to, uh, is joining us for the second hour. So, welcome to the show, Janice. And maybe Dean can put put it. Thank in. you. Okay. So, thank I, you. I was listening. I was listening a bit. I just wanted to comment on the, the difference in personality when I published my book in 2014. There was something. Um, that I put in my book called alexithymia, which is something that circumcised men may develop. It involves not really being able to process emotions or to, or to recognize or handle the emotions in other people. So how I perceive that is a sort of um, 
Well, it's a form of dissociation. Yeah, where where you stop feeling because the intensity of what can come up is threatens to overwhelm the system. So there's a numbness that occurs. And plus we have a culture that for many decades has said, you know, big boys don't cry and big boys should shut down their feelings, which makes things even worse, you know, for the men who uh, are already having trouble processing their emotions, allowing the emotions to just flow and certainly holding space for other people's emotions becomes a challenge. So I just wanted to share that. No, I, I'm really glad you did. It's it's really important. Um, this whole topic, <laughs> you know how important it is to me, and I I know you know all the men I've been with. Frankly, I've never been with an uncircumcised man because I was married a couple times and they were circumcised, and you know, and I do think you know um, my first husband, and he's not listening, but. <laughs> I yeah I, I think he has yeah he definitely has issues uh, that are unresolved from it in my humble opinion you know it's serious Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde stuff and everyone you know notices it and he would like to be able to have a healthy relationship but it's you know it's not it's we just don't think it's going to happen for him you know so it's it just is, the way it is I, I just wanted to chime in that. A lot of men will give up. They won't pursue what Janice is offering in terms of overcoming something that they're not aware of. Okay, we've got we've got the Chinese uh, ideas, right? We've got we we're, we're using them in this manner. I, I'm bringing this technique that I used, but you can do acupuncture for this problem. Uh, the perineum is needled. The the, the, uh, the conception vessel is needled. The, the, there are ways of not just using my discipline. Okay, there are exercise. A lot of times, when uh, men are trying to compensate for their inability to feel comfortable with themselves, they use things like stimulants. Or they'll use as, go as far as drugs, right? With Viagra, for example, uh, which you know causes the erection as a side effect. It was originally a heart medication, but but these are archaic in, in terms of trying to resolve a problem that will only uh, be exacerbated by these interventions, right? The 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 drug uh, the drug culture, of course, is uh, you, where you can use these uh, uh, these these drugs to force the body into a particular place. Well, I'm of the position, and I'm in the camp of, and, and Janice, you can certainly chime in after, after whatever you want to add to this, but what she has just said is that these emotional conditions are developing as a result of being insecure and and self-sabotaging all right uh violent behaviors you know come from such things and that article that i sent you both uh goes into those areas of where these these complex emotional patterns can be 
you know, created as a result of that trauma. I actually think that when an infant is being tortured, which is what circumcision is, that infant, some of them will dissociate, meaning the spirit will leave the body. And the body will go on automatic pilot. And this happens because the amount of the trauma is too overwhelming even for the soul to endure. So it leaves. And it floats up and above the body. They call this parasympathetic shock. Now, once a child does this, this becomes the automatic physiological response to any sort of confrontation or threat. The more the child feels threatened, the more often the child will dissociate, which is, you know, in my own life, my husband, my second husband, would totally dissociate. Whenever there was a threat of any kind, he could not step into his masculine power. He would freeze. And this would drive me, I, I didn't understand anything about circumcision at that time, but this would drive me insane. Like, why aren't you standing up and protecting and defending your daughter, me, you know, doing something about the situation? The fact is, he couldn't. Now I can look back and totally understand what was happening for him that there's no way that he could control it it's an automatic physiological response the body goes into it without any thought on the part of the man this is what happens to men when they walk into the hospital with their beloved to give birth to a child if they were circumcised many of these men will totally freeze they will not be able to stand in defense of their beloved or their babies even though their babies and their partners are being completely abused, okay, instead the men will freeze. And what happens now is that the female will never trust that guy again. She will, this is on yeah, a very unconscious I've level, seen, she will say, right. I've seen can it. Can I finish I've, before we? I'm okay? just saying, I've totally seen this, sorry. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah so she will say, I can't trust this man. He will not protect me. He will not protect our child. And that's the beginning of the end for the relationship on a very unconscious level. And the dark forces that, that organized this, this satanic ritual that we call circumcision know exactly the dynamics that I am talking about and thrive on this because it is a key piece of the breakdown of family love. So thank you for letting me express that. Yeah, no, that's very important. Because now, now, angry. What did you want to? No, no, yeah. I was just like I. I've totally witnessed that. I was, I was in shock because I was invited to a hospital birth just to try to protect the whole situation, and it was a plan for a C-section, and I was literally at odds with the father, and the father also ended up um, having throat cancer. Because of his anger being suppressed, they lost their first two shots, 
and she was warned and la 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 la. But anyway, I just you know throat cancer is you're not ex- able to express you know, and he he just kept always. Uh, she was the fighter. She had to come to the plate and fight for their family and for justice and all of that stuff because he was immobilized. And yeah, I know he yeah. was circumcised, and he he was tortured to death by the medical profession. She she tried to protect him, but it was ultimately his decision to get chemotherapy and radiation and all of that. And she had to watch that because she she loved this man, and it was just it was heartbreaking the whole thing. And I I, I don't think she realizes how much it goes back to circumcision, frankly. And, and if, if I could just—it's very interesting how we. Just one quick thing: it's very interesting how we pair up because a lot of, a lot of the men who go into parasympathetic shock will be paired up with a woman who is sympathetic, <laughs> and you know a fighter. So that's that's a really unhealthy dynamic. Anyway, go ahead, Dean. What do you want? To well, it's, well, it's uh, first. I want to applaud you, Denise, for making that connection, which is so just buried in the psyche of of men it doesn't even register when you say do do you realize that this is going on can you they don't i don't want to overgeneralize because these become very complex emotions in, in myself when i was experiencing the healing that was taking place with me there would be no reason for me to be so angry or have no because I'm in this process of realizing that there's this input output ratio, right? That we whatever whatever goes in, whatever's in the way has to come out. And I mentioned that in the first hour. But to point out what you're describing is a kind of paralysis of sorts where they can't act upon an emergency or they're not wired to because they themselves have been paralyzed as a result of leaving their body traumatized in such a aggressive and horrific way and it's minimized it's it's like these feelings aren't significant but when i was able to over years of practice and there's multiple different you know levels that we go through in the healing process to reach an awareness that gets us to a place of being excruciatingly honest about how we feel because we're told not to go there. We're told not to, to reach those levels uh, of awareness uh, and, and to feel the deep feelings because what Janice, you continue to bring up the only way that men can heal is understand how intimacy is, is reached by being in the male position, uh, able to deeply feel or get to that place of being okay or allowing yourself to organically come back to the, the feelings of, like you had mentioned, Ingrid, uh, a, a man who's a protector, a man who feels secure and comfortable with himself. And when he does... Only then is he able to step into the possibility of having intimacy and feeling the connection with the woman. Otherwise, they shut themselves off from their feelings and will not 
make themselves aware of their deep feelings for the woman because they they want only physical you know stimulation or forced you know uh physical uh responses instead of it being allowed and that takes a great deal of being honest and i say that this discipline that i did worked for me there are probably many others that could be very as, as equally as helpful but you cannot make physical changes in the body without making emotional releases and that's how i overcame that I mean, there's another way that, that men can empower themselves, in my opinion. I mean, I think you're right, Dean, that there's a strong emphasis on physical pleasure. <laughs> and this is a big problem I have. But another thing that men can do is to take a stand to protect their children, to actually come out, and there's a lot of men doing this right now, for example, blood-stained men and their friends and people that are getting involved in no-circ organizations, these men come out fighting to stop this, this abuse and to protect the children who are coming in, especially their own children. And when a man can step up knowing that he's been harmed this way, he can be the protector still of his own children well, and he I, I, can be the protector yeah well that, that other children and this is a very important function right and it, it'll affect Janice from my experience I've treated men with going back in their their trauma years because I, I, I have ways of accessing where the trauma began uh, that not all men but most men have internalized the trauma. And when I say that, it means that, and I read earlier, I don't know if you heard that what I was describing, how the, 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 the trauma process, we are programmed to whatever our external environment is, right, to survive. And with this circumstance, right, Interesting word, circumcision and circumstance. But anyway, um, the connection that you had had for yourself with a man wasn't from the sexual pleasure place. It was from reaching beyond that. Because sex is the act, but making love is the art. And most men have been raised to be afraid of their feelings or to suppress them or because of, of their programming, right? So they're not as in touch from a subconscious level, which makes them more afraid of women. Where in the, the antithetical point of view from a woman, they're more resentful of men because they have no problems with feeling. <laughs> their, their problem is that they live in a man's world and they have to, in order to survive, play a game that they don't want to play, right? This is changing very quickly in our culture right now, which makes women more resentful of men rather than afraid of them. There's few women that are a smaller percentage of women that are afraid of men, but it's more in my experience that the psychology has, has made women more resentful of men rather than allowing, like you just mentioned, not being able to trust a man to protect them or feel secure with them. 
Well, this is all by by design too. We do have a caller, but I, you know, let me just jump in here if, if that's okay, Dean. For sure. Uh, I mean, I just want to say that you know this is the whole uh, women's liberation movement to take over the role of men. Everything. See the the strength of any culture is the family unit and the male as, as the head of that unit to protect that family unit, and. Um, and they will so everything was really done on purpose to take out um and disempower men and circumcision was the first act to get them traumatized and then take uh, get women to easily take over the role of men because they're the men are no longer really available so we we have this whole programming of these overly strong women in households that tend to dominate the dominating woman you know, we call them, you know, these men are being pussy whipped, you know. I mean, that's a common term, you know, but it's just, this is, uh, I, I see it a lot, you know, uh, where these men either are on the autism spectrum or they are, I mean, adult men that seem to be on the spectrum or traumatized from circumcision. They've never really recovered and they they have these dominating women in their life. And it's, it is really common. Um, but anyhow, we have Alan in Texas, and I'm sure. Do you want to say something, Janice? Be, and then while we bring in Alan. Just before you take Alan, if I. If, before you take Alan, if I could say that in my own, in my own case, stepping up to, to play the male role um, is because. We don't feel safe that the men will do it or that the men can do it. It's a very sad situation. It's not that, you know, we're getting off on, on having to do the male thing. I certainly don't want to. But this, this, there's a real situation that we have to deal with, you know, as a result of what's happened. Just wanted to share that. That's, no, it's absolutely true. I would love to have a real man. <laughs> I mean, my, the real man in my life was Don Harkins. He was a real man in my life, you know. But, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, uh, yeah, there's no one that had control of me like him. And I tend to be a strong female. But, you know, anyhow, but we have other people that want to chime in. So, Alan in Texas, thank you for being patient. Yeah, yeah, angry. Are you there? I'm there. I'm absolutely here, Alan. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I, you know, I, I've been a host on RBN for you know eight years plus. You know, been listening for a long time. Um, you know, I, I, I've got a few things to say. You know, um, as, as far as you know, as far as the male mutil, you know, genital mutilation. You know, what 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 um what y'all are talking about tonight? You know, it's like, you know, I'm 62 years old. Before I, I was I was in, you know allowed to. It's like you know I was circumcised. I've never known what it feels like to have natural sex with a woman. You know, if, if, you, if you try to do what you do to a man when they're born, they, they call it female genital mutilation, you know. It's, a, you know, like, like, the, like the Muslims. Oh, it's like they're female, you know, they're going to cut their clitoris off so they can't enjoy sex. You know, I myself, I don't know what natural sex actually feels like, you know. In, in my life, I've been a whore, you know. I've been with a lot of women, but I've never actually... You know, sex. Of course, it feels good. It still feel it's even when you're even when you 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 know even when you had the tip of your penis cut off, it still feels good. But I don't know what it feels like to be actually have a natural, you know, reaction and have a connection with a female. You know, in that sense, because before I was born, the tip of my penis was cut off. 
I don't know what it feels like. You know, uh, sex feels good. You know, uh, I, you know, I, in my younger years, I, I would have been called a whore or a slut or whatever you want to call me. You know, I had sex with a lot of women because I never felt a real connection with them. You know, it felt good, but I never really had that connection with them. And, and it's just such a weird world, you know. Uh, when they cut a man's penis, the tip of his penis off at birth, but if you do it to female, it's called female genital mutilation. You know, it's like, oh well, the Muslims are bad. Right. You know, they don't want their they don't want their women okay, to Alan. enjoy sex. You know, I what know. the hell is going on? So, Alan, yeah, this is a huge topic, and we know what what the hell is going on is to take out male masculinity. This is a huge yes. ask. This is what we're talking about. You know, because uh, so we're getting other callers too so one Alan, I appreciate, yeah go ahead i appreciate your I, call I know, no 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 one I, no one really I? wants to listen to me because I, I i i see reality for what it is no one likes to listen to what i have to say and, you know but 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 i've been rbn for on rbn for eight and a half years and damn it i know what's going on and i see it and, and I'm, I'm just so tired of of skirting around the issue instead of hitting it where it needs to happen yeah, we need to stop. Alan, I just, uh, I would love, I, I want to thank Alan for that truly heartfelt and potent testimonial of what he feels. Thank you, Alan. Yeah, it takes courage to bring that to the fore. And most men that are looking at this topic, I want to be there for them because. When you've overcome these obstacles, you recognize patterns that men do to avoid dealing with it. And I, I can see them. And uh, that's why I think a good forum uh, that you, or, or, or a, what's being presented here is the very clear definition of the, the physical effects and the emotional effects get much more complicated as you get into adulthood but to forgive yourself first of all and allow that process to occur is the most important first step that you cannot heal without broaching this topic with realizing that and alan said he won't know what it feels like to have a sexual experience that's natural i would say that that can be, you can overcome it with intimacy. You can do it by overcoming your emotional blocks, by allowing the, the because all, all pain is blocked energy, whether it become in an emotional way or it comes in a physical way. So there, there is ways of healing this trauma too. And Alan, I want to give you a little word of hope in that way. Is he still there? It seems to me that Alan has overcome some of his emotion, emotional blocks because he's very... Alan, you did such a good job of expressing it. And this is what needs to happen. The men need to express it, how they feel, what's going on for them. Right. I agree. So, well done. <laughs> See, that's what we've been told not to do. Uh but it's all right in some regard that 
we have uh, you know that kind of expression, but we cannot get we cannot buy into the anger being angry, right? I had to overcome that myself because I was so mad that I had something that was sacred to me taken. To the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. 
The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. somehow press the mute button I, I keep forgetting um when i do that you know or anyway that's why nobody could hear me <laughs> so anyway this is an important topic without much further ado i want to move through some callers um we need to have someone you know maybe with no circ already has a support group for overcoming some of this stuff because believe me they're very aware of it at um no circ.com um, or is it .org? Janice probably knows. Um, I think it's .org, actually. I'm not no sure. Third. have to look it up. I'll look it up. I'll go but look anyway, it up. Yeah, go look it up so I don't totally screw up. But it's no circumcision. And, um, yeah, there's some – that's the most amazing resource. I was – you know, got their newsletter way back in the day just because I was so passionate about that. I got it for several years, and then I had to move on to other things. But I learned so much, and it's just – I'm so thankful for that organization. It's dot dot org. Yep, that's no circ. No circ. N o c i r c dot org. Okay, so we have Suzanne in California. Thank you for your patience, Suzanne. Oh, no problem. Can you hear me? Okay, I'm on a cell phone, so I may have a bad connection. Uh, We hear you loud and clear. Okay, good. You're fuzzy to me, but if you can hear me okay, I'm going to proceed. Thank you for this topic. I have been crying, and <laughs> you are talking about my life and my uh, my man. When you talk, Denise, about the women, ha- my daughter and I both complain. We cannot be in our feminine. Because the men will not step into their masculine. And that's not because we don't want them to. And listening to you guys, I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, you're describing my husband to a T. The the man is literally mute. Think about that word for a moment. And I can stand in front of him and sob and cry and tell him he's been my hero and how important he is to me and our relationship and I feel us falling apart and oh my gosh and what can we do and just we've been together for 30 years married 29 this month and Mm -hmm. we sleep in separate bedrooms we live together as roommates we do not have intimacy of any kind if you're a fly on the wall he'd be my gay brother okay So Mm -hmm. 
that's just sad. I'm here for my children and my grandchildren and to try to keep a structure for those other people that I love. And boy, is it difficult (laughs) because he's incapable of being a man to the point that I'm insulting him, asking him, please be a man, go to a man's group. Oh my God, do something. And I mean, it's it's just hitting a lot of nerves and cords. And also, Denise, I want to I'm going to reach out to you separately on a different topic with your frequencies because now I'm afraid to use my Itera Care wand and go to the EE systems thing. But that's a different topic altogether. But I took notes. Um, Susan, Susan, he's, he is Susan, broken. I hope I yeah. hope. Angry. I hope you are. You're understanding. I hope you're understanding. Maybe where where your husband's um, where the origins of this lie. You know, in terms of your husband's inability. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that makes it a whole lot easier to forgive that. I'm very empathetic, and I've just. It's like God. I would hate to be you to not be able to. myself. That's our biggest issue. Forget anything below the belt, okay? I mean, yeah, that's a problem, but my biggest problem is his inability to express himself at all whatsoever, zero zilch nada. If there's a slightly uncomfortable emotion, it's two things. It's anger or run away. That's it. Those are the only two things yeah. that happen. And there will never be a comeback moment where it, it's just, and we just sweep it under the rug and pretend that never happened because, ooh, we don't want to feel that again because, wow, I almost felt something and we can't go there. He, I mean, he's gone on vacation for three days and been so upset about our relationship, vomiting and having diarrhea and the whole nine yards. Come back home. And just go right on with his tours as if nothing ever happened. And I'm standing here going, oh, my gosh, if I had had to go through what he went through emotionally, I'd come back and say something to my partner. And he's still like, he. I guess he purged by himself on, you know, as, on his little vacation, but, you know, for three days. But even after coming back from, because we talked on the phone while he was gone. And he could talk on the phone and cry and say, oh, you know, I feel so bad. And I've been, but then he comes home and it's just like ignore me completely and just not even say a word about it. So, yeah, this is enlightening. I don't know that it'll save my marriage (laughs) at this point, frankly, but I'm not angry. I'm just, it's just sad. It's very sad because I don't understand how a person can function in the world without expressing themselves. And and even he lies and he tells little fibs and stories because he he's insecure, he hides who he is. So it's it's difficult to be intimate even on a, you know, an emotional level or a intellectual any kind of level, honestly. 
So anyway, I should yeah. shut up. I've been rambling no, for a long time. No, Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne, I just, no, I, I appreciate it because there's different levels. People react differently. And you can go to a, uh, you know, a marriage counselor and they don't address the deeper causes of this. Right. So that, you know, getting to the root of some of his issues and then, you know, you know, I, I've known men where they say, well, it always takes two, but, um, it does take two, but at the same time, well, if this one person is, talks and another person want, is mute. Right. <laughs> I know. This is the whole thing. This is the whole thing. Cause I, I know exactly what you're saying. And this is the whole problem of women that want to, you know, be with a strong man. I need to have be with a strong man. I mean, a real man. Yeah. Uh, you know, otherwise I'll just end up dominating. I mean, when I was younger and dating people, I rejected men right and left because I was stronger than them. You know, mm-hmm. ego. You know, and I, uh, you know, when I met Don, it was just like, oh my gosh, this is a man I can fall in love with, and, and <laughs> you know. You know, I mean, he was he was totally strong, shorter than me, younger than me, but. Definitely strong enough for me, very much there stronger than me. And so that's like, you know, just the fact that I had that experience is in this day and age is like amazing because your your complaint is you are not alone. You're definitely oh, I not alone. I, I started Your daughter. asking women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I asked women uh, who had been married over 20 years because I was like, do I have unrealistic expectations, you know? So I was asking women, and, and about six women, half of them were still having, you know, intimacy, and half of them not. But it was interesting. Anyway, well, thank you. Know, you. On behalf, on behalf of the men, on behalf of the men, okay, the women need to take responsibility also for allowing these things to happen to their baby boys. Okay, we are I'm a fundamental part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you see the long run, you know, when women do not step up to the plate themselves to protect their children, then we have a totally dysfunctional civilization all around. And it's very exactly. sad. Indeed. Yeah. Well, I'll let okay, I know we have other callers. That's why I'm saying signing off. So, Janice, just hold on. Hold no, on, I'm I just goodbye have to... right now. Let let me let me go because <laughs> I said what I wanted to okay, say, thanks. and I'll continue thank listening. Suzanne. Thank okay, you. thank you, Suzanne. So let me just uh, you know mention thank that you, that's a real the real typical <laughs> response. You know, is that men? You have a little baby. You're pregnant with a baby boy. You have a baby boy. And the father will want the baby to look like them. This is the woman needs to stand up to this BS because, you know, as long as that man has his hand, you want me, you know, if he's amputated, yes, he's amputated in his genital organs. You don't repeat that trauma to the next generation. So they can talk to their boy that they had this trauma happen to him and they don't want it to happen to you. And I protected you from the horrible trauma that was induced by me. They should be able to talk to their their boys as they're growing up. So I I don't ever let anyone give you that line. So we have Chance in West Virginia. Welcome to the show, Chance. Yes, hello, folks. You know, I, uh, I basically agree with you your positions on circumcision. 
even though I was circumcised 64 years ago, my foreskin's floating out there in oblivion somewhere, but that's neither here nor there. I gotta take exception, though, to two points that were made, and I gotta play devil's advocate, okay? Okay. Now, I heard the gentleman say, these men are afraid of woman or intimacy. Let me tell you, no normal man wants to get involved with an alpha pit bull female or a freaking crackpot. There's far too many out there nowadays. I mean, that could be the reason, you know? And number two is, where does a grown man's trauma come in, like PTSD, when he can't even remember when this procedure was done on him as an infant? Okay, Dean? Okay, let me, let me, and Chance, hi again. I'm glad you called. I'll address both of those issues. First of all, the subconscious issue with men repressing and holding back their feelings is why they've been brought up in this culture mostly to go through the female to get their feelings. Well, in other words, sir, sir, I don't know if I believe in that. I believe now that the procedure, you're better off without having the procedure done. That I agree with, okay? I believe in Denise's point and Ingrid's point and your point. But, I, you know, a lot of this sounds like uh, uh, too much uh, a gobbledygook. I mean, there's more factors that play, and I don't think it has nothing to do with the damn foreskin. I mean, look at how females have changed. What any normal man wants... Well, I'm not talking all females, but a lot of them nowadays. What normal man would want a woman like this who's going to take them through the cleaners, who's, gonna, who's on the antidepressant drugs, who's, who's a crackpot? I mean, and this is what, what is out there nowadays, okay? Uh, so I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, sir. You can continue, though. It's, it's about the... We're seeing the symptoms of a culture that hasn't evolved enough to overcome these traumas. And wow. when I'm saying, when I'm saying, when I say that the women are mostly resentful of men, and men are mostly afraid of women, when you, I just the, told you why they're afraid of women. Well, I know what the, I know what you're saying, Chance. You've got a lot of evidence out there that says that there's there's a lot of uh, women that are playing the role of masculine women when uh, they don't want that. They want to be comfortable in their feminine nature and well, then why do they do act that? the way they do then why do they act the way they're cutting uh, because they're confused, it, they're, it's, confused. They're, not coming, they're, they're not coming from a place of being raised with the awareness of what their circumstances were when they were brought up most okay, of the, this sir, is, it's not up to the man that comes into their life to straighten out their minds it's impossible to straighten out somebody else's mind don't you think if the it's, that's an awful lot of responsibility to put on a man to make a woman sane again. Don't well, you we're, think? We're, we're, well the, the, the topic is this, and mm -hmm. this is why this can go in a lot of different directions, is the trauma-based procedure is a major contribution to where men become incapable of feeling deeply intimate. And well, in I order, I don't to, know if I believe that. I'll tell you why. Because a man can't even remember. Uh, I've overcome it. it. Chance, chance. Yes, just sir. let me say that I, I've overcome that trauma. In other words, I, I had to figure out what was in the way of me being able to access that part 
of my masculine uh, nature, and it came from trauma. Now, this particular uh, case where, you know, I was, as you were, incapable of defending ourselves and intellectually unable to understand why we were being tortured. Well, I, let me so, say, I never felt that way. I was never afraid of intimacy, and I never doubted my manhood and or masculinity, and I'm circumcised. See, so, I mean, not that it makes a difference, because I believe in what you people say. I, don't, I think it shouldn't be done. But well, I, you I know, think it, it's severely it. crippled. You have to understand, Champ, you've got to understand that we are living in a civilization right now of people that have PTSD. Right. Men right. and women. Okay, yeah. and we're not behaving, neither the men nor the women are behaving in accordance with the original design. We are right. way off the mark exactly. on, in many, many places. And it's the result of the trauma. That's the answer to your question. Why are women nuts? Well, yeah. A, because they're, they're saying yes to go ahead and torture their babies well, because they are, are right. insane. Right. They You're are right. under my control. I agree with you, but I think there's too okay. much emphasis placed on... <laughs> the emotions of a grown man, and, and uh, I don't buy that. I, that I don't buy. The trauma thing, when you can't even remember when it was done to you, and then uh, being afraid of women or intimacy. I'm sure there's some guys that are, sure. But, I mean, like I said before, no normal man wants to get involved with a, a crackpot or a woman who's going to take him to the cleaners, which... which uh, and there's bad men, too. Don't get me wrong. I ain't picking on women. Okay. But, I mean... But... The, uh, I agree. Circumcision okay. is, shouldn't be done. I agree with that. But as far okay. as the you're, re you're thing, repeating yourself. Okay, chance you're repeating yourself. Okay. So let, right. let you know. I, I'm just saying. Let, let me just say this. It affects uh, men differently. I mean, there's a lot of girls these days that have been. Uh, abused and pedophile i mean i know a lot you know when i was in college this was years ago i was in southern california this is the sex craziest area ever but 50 percent of my girlfriends in college were bisexual or lesbian because they were messed with uh, growing up That's so I, you know and they, and they don't trust men and we have lesbians in our communities and they're very highly functional because they don't trust men because of the growing up. So I'm oh, just okay. saying we have we have a okay. lot of dysfunction in our culture. What we're raising now is that even though you don't remember it, I didn't remember this either. This is just how your birthing experience gets in your subconscious from a female point of view. I would walk in a room, you know, when I, in my house, I couldn't stand overhead lights. I mean, I just and it was, I'm in a trailer now. I need overhead lights. So I, it's like, I've got to get rid of this trauma. So I actually went to a friend and we went back to where this aversion for overhead lights was from. And it was from my birthing experience. And once I went back to my birthing yeah. experience in a hospital, my aversion to overhead lights literally disappeared at 63 years old. Okay. Well, that's very, that's very interesting, really. Now, uh, but I don't think. A man's fear of woman uh, 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 or intimacy is necessarily due to his lack of foreskin. <laughs> I mean, that I, I don't know if I could buy that. But nevertheless, but chance, well, can you understand that it might? Maybe it's maybe it's the result of the fact that his mother handed him over for butchery, or maybe a female nurse was handing him down, holding him down for the butchery, or maybe a female doctor was actually doing the butchery. 
Well, see, I agree with you there. I don't think it should be done. You know, you're right there. But but as far as the psychological, I, effect, know. I don't know <laughs> if I could buy that. Well, thank you for taking my call now. Okay. Okay, thank you, Chance. So we have Brent in Texas. Welcome to the show, Brent. Yeah, this is Brent uh, Ingray. Thank you uh, for taking my call. Uh, I was listening well, to the chat there. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Dean, I want to thank you for the chi. Uh, and if you're going to smile at your organs, uh, I wonder what would happen if you were going to laugh at them. And uh, well, when, I, younger man, I, <laughs> when I was a younger man, I... Uh, you know, subscribe to Playboy, and I saw a cartoon, and I was, hope I can explain the cartoon to you, but uh, it it pictured, oh, they also had good articles in Playboy, but uh, it shows Moses standing on a mountain with his hands up, speaking to God, and Moses said, now let me get this straight, Lord. You want us to cut the ends of our dicks off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. It's it's not getting it straight. And, and God said, yeah, "That's the problem." And God said, "Yes." Uh, See, God okay, said, "Yes, comment. I made a mistake." Please. That was my comment. So, let me finish. God said, "Yes, I made a mistake. Please correct my mistake and cut off that foreskin." Yep, yeah. they cut off the foreskin, man. I've been dealing. Yeah. I've been dealing with it my whole life, I guess. Well, well. For what it's worth, for what it's worth, and, and thank you for bringing that up. Uh, that these are complex emotional patterns. Like Chance says that he doesn't buy that the circumcision is the only reason. Nor do I. It is a reason. It is a major reason, and it is something that if we're not yeah. clear on. In our own, because I I felt comfortable being a man, my my whole life. But I've had so many obstacles that I had to overcome. First, recognizing what it was that was causing, like with you, Ingrid, the trauma in the first place. So we have to regress. We have to go back to those places in time to heal. Uh, otherwise, those emotions or negative emotional patterns run us in the subconscious level, okay? There's much more to say men being programmed in a way to be afraid of women and women being programmed to be mostly resentful for men. That's a much bigger topic. I only threw that out there because what men are not typically coming to realize is that being honest with themselves and saying, there's something that I don't understand about my masculinity or being in a comfortable place as being a man, as a protector, as a man who's confident, as a man who's comfortable with himself and comfortable with their woman. That's where the equality comes in. And you cannot go any higher on this planet than with, a, with than other than being with a man and woman. That is the highest place you can go. And when you get these programs that tell you, you know, don't, don't uh, don't act this way. Don't pray this way. Don't you know? Eat this way. Don't be this kind of person because you're not going to be a real man if you do. Or the same thing with a woman. Then we have these roles that are confused, and that's what I was trying to portray to Kant. 
to to uh, chance is that they're not clear on what their individuality is about, so they can't reach the place of intimacy. And of course, the mutilation is is the major one of the most major contributing factors. Yes, thank you very much for that. I I appreciate it. Um, but keep your sense of humor. We'll see you later. See you later. Wow, thank you so much, uh, Brent. And I, I really appreciate all the callers because it's all food for thought. And and I'm glad that Dean clarified, too, that it's not the only thing. There's lots of traumas that we have. I mean, they dumb us down so much at a very early age they're trying to you know have school right away the preschools and dropping your kids off at nurseries instead of being with the family i mean it it starts at an early age um and and it depends on how programmed the parents are too so it's not the only trauma but it's a huge trauma huge i mean if you dissociate like janice said you know, your, your, your soul can't handle it and actually leaves the body and watches from above. That's freaking traumatic, okay? And so it's a deep-seated one. It's a lot more than the overhead lights that I had an aversion to in a hospital. That I was supposed to be of home birth, and so I wouldn't have had that. But at the same time, you know, remembering like I was in a crib, and I was wondering why I wasn't in the bed with my parents that were right across the room. I thought I was in jail and had, you know, I was in a jail cell as a baby. But that's not like what this is. This is horrific, horrific. And am I, so anyway, thank you, Denise and Dean. This is a very, we may have to revisit this again because this is huge. My birth trauma is nothing compared to what men go through. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Your work, Janice and Ingrid, thank you for broaching this topic and doing it in a very, just say, uh, humble way. You're, you're very good at that. Thank you. Well, it's humble to me. I wasn't a boy, but I'm glad I wasn't. <laughs> I, I could have been butchered. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye for now. Thank you. Thank God bless you, everybody. Bye-bye. Yeah. And contact nocirc.org. You know, consider, you know, there's probably support groups out there. I would I would do everything to recover myself. <laughs> Health Simple with Colorado Shilaji. Fact bit number two. In Ayurvedic pharmacology, Shilaji is the king Raza Yoga Vahayana. Rasayana is one of the comprehensive disciplines of Ayurveda. It comprises of specialized uses of herbal minerals to achieve the optimum state of health. Rasayana is a path to achieve homeostasis and thus retarding the process of aging and the prevention of diseases. Shilaji stands alone as the king herbal mineral over all other earth-made substances. Within Rasayana, Shilaji is the ultimate substance that improves quality of plasma and blood. Thus, it strengthens and promotes health to all tissues of the body. Legit Shilaji, like Colorado Shilaji, is as the literal Sanskrit translation implies. Shilaji is the conqueror of mountains and the destroyer of weakness. Look for the goldoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. Ease off LLCs. To watch the full video and see more information, use code GORBN when ordering. That's G O R B N. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. 